if I go look for part-time jobs or try to find something more yeah. creative and I fail, worst case scenario, I just work on in nine to five like everybody else. But best case scenario, something actually clicks and this works out. And very fortunate to say that it did work out. And I think it better prepared me to teach other people how to be creative um, when they're looking at their careers and they're leveraging their skills to try to it's not about a job and a paycheck. It's about creating a life that you actually enjoy living. It really is. Hello, friend. It's Wendy Valentine, your hostess with the Midlife Mostess, coming at you live from the RV. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. If you are ready to get unstuck, take courageous action, and reclaim your life, I am the wild and wise woman for you. Let me tell you, I've been there. I've gone through divorce. I was at a job I definitely didn't love. I've lost some amazing people in my life, and I have cried buckets of tears along the way. The great news is that I've made it through to the other side. Oh, yeah. My breakdown became my breakthrough. I know your greatest breakthrough is on the other side of saying yes to life. It's time to stop being stuck and stop playing small. It's time to go from surviving to thriving. If you're done living a life that doesn't set your soul on fire, this is the podcast for you. Let's get this midlife party started, shall we? Thanks to Get Along for supporting my podcast today. If you are looking for ways to disconnect from your daily routine and connect with like-minded, adventurous people all over the world, then Get Along is the app for you. Get Along is the perfect app to make new friends, go on an epic adventure, and add some fun and excitement into your life. Start your next awesome adventure today by downloading the 100% ad-free Get Along app available on Google Play and the Apple Store. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. So over the last two weeks, I have interviewed over 20 guests for the show. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. And I have been so incredibly impressed by their knowledge, their professionalism, and just being such awesome, amazing, beautiful people. Seriously, I have learned so much just to apply in my own life. So I'm excited to introduce you to all of them over the next few weeks. So make sure you tune into the show every week for a new and exciting topic and guest. Before I introduce you to this week's awesome guest, I want to remind you of my current offer and gift to one midlifer out there. This gift is for the midlifer that is feeling a little lost, a little frustrated, a little confused in their midlife, been there, done that. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you need to regain your health. Maybe you need a career change, or maybe you're just feeling a little yucky and you don't know what you need. No problem. I got you. Whatever it is that is bringing you down, I want to help you feel good again. I want to help you write that next chapter of your life, that next exciting chapter of your life. If that midlifer is you and you would like for me to guide you to an extraordinary life, then this is what I'm going to do for you. You will receive five, one, two, three, four, five private one-hour coaching sessions done via Zoom with moi, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess, valued at over $1,500, and you will receive my Midlife Makeover Method online course 
valued at $197, and you will be a guest on the Midlife Makeover Show valued at, hello, priceless. (laughs) And of course, we can keep you anonymous on the show if you'd like. The most important part of this gift will be your gift of transformation for yourself, the gift of changing your life and becoming the next best version of you. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. We will do the Midlife Makeover Method course together. I will coach you, mentor you, guide you, and help you jumpstart your badass midlife. Oh yes, this is the part that I really, really love. At the completion of our time together, I will have you as a guest on the show to share your fabulous results and how you are applying your new wisdom into your life. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. If this gift is something you would like to receive, here's what you need to do. It's very, very simple. Just send me an email at hello at wendyvalentine.com and let me know in a few sentences where you're at in your life and why you need a midlife makeover. That's it. My team and I will look at all the entries and we will decide who is the lucky midlifer to receive this gift of transformation. I am taking entries until June 30th, so get that email sent to me ASAP. All right, and now for today's guest. Bradley Rice has worked in the tech ecosystem for over 12 years and became one of the highest paid tech professionals in the world, making $225,000 working just 20 hours per week. Wow, I love it. Although this incredible career positioned him to retire at 31 years old, that is incredible, he was determined that he wasn't done with his professional career and started the company Talent Stacker as a service to put others on the same path that led him to financial independence. He has now helped over 30,000 individuals start their tech careers with no degree, no tech background, with a starting salary of over $72,000 in an average of five months. Oh my gosh. Midlifers, please welcome Bradley Rice. Bradley Rice, welcome to the show. (laughs) I am happy to be here. Thank you for spending some time with me. Yeah. Yeah. So tell everyone a little bit about what you do and why you Mm. do what you do. Yeah. So I help people land entry-level tech jobs. And the reason I do that is because a lot of people think it requires college degrees and tech backgrounds, and you got to be like a technical savant to land these entry-level jobs. And it's absolutely not true. So I just feel like if we can bring more education and information to people about what opportunities are out there and about remote tech jobs and how you can break into them, then we should do that. And I think the reason I'm truly passionate. Like I think a lot of people say they have passions and those kind of things. Um, I'm truly passionate about this is because I started my career making like $30,000. I was happy with it. It was a salary, I had benefits and all the stuff. That was awesome. Um, and I was out of college and I had no idea what I was doing out of college, landed a job making 30 K within seven years. Um, I had advanced forward and this is absolutely repeatable. This is normal. Um, I had advanced forward to making like $130,000 working in consulting. I started my own independent consultancy and just started working with clients on the side. Um, when my daughter was born, so I I wanted to work part-time. So I started my own gig. 
Um, and I wanted to spend afternoons with her and mornings at work. And that's still what I do today. And I capped out my consulting career, making $225,000 a year working part-time. So wow. by the time I turned 31, I was in a position to retire. I was very frugal. I came from a very frugal family. Um, mm -hmm. So we just didn't spend a lot of money. And so I was just saving, saving, saving from that $30,000 income up to that $200,000 income. I was really saving the majority of the difference. Um, I think it, at some point we were saving like 70% of our income. And so by 31, we didn't need that much money. We were in a position to retire. And that's when I started Talent Stacker because it was like 31, I'm like not done. I have so much energy and there's like things I can do, but I don't necessarily just want to keep doing the job nine to five or in my case, eight to 12 for these businesses. Like I want to do something that maybe has a greater impact. And I thought, you know what? I think I can help people land these entry-level jobs because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And yeah. I think I'm pretty well suited to help educate the general population on this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I checked out your website. It's so awesome. I was watching that video before we started. So, um, so what is it like the typical jobs that you would be doing? Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. And I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it simple. So, um, what's the structure? So it's a, it's a full-time job with benefits and all the normal stuff. They send you a computer, uh, you work from home and you, um, basically what you're doing is you are the professional that people go to. They'll send you an email or they might call you or schedule a meeting with you. You're working a typical eight to five. And what they're doing is you're helping the employees out of business make sure that they're supported in doing their job. So if you have a salesperson who needs to call a hundred people every single day, then you create processes that make sure that they have a hundred phone numbers that show up in an easy to sort of use way for them to call. If you have a support person who needs to respond to support emails that came in through the website last night, then you facilitate a process that makes it easier for the support people to know who to email back and who to call and how to help them. You help marketing generate leads. And basically you're like a magician behind the scenes that makes all of these automations happen and makes everyone's life easier at work. Um, and people think, well, that magician must be just a tech savant, right? Mm -hmm. And it just turns out it's not that hard. You do have to learn it, but it only takes like four to six months to, to learn these concepts. Even if you don't know anything about it, like four to six months, you can go from doing whatever you're doing today to being a tech professional, you know, and helping facilitate. Wow. Yeah. Technology for these companies. And so, and then your company actually teaches that. Yeah. What we do is we, my, I, I would say my mission as a company is to take every single barrier that's in your way. And I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. Like you still have to put in work, right? Like right. You, you need to land a job and be able to do a job. Um, but I'm going to lower all of those barriers for you. So if it, it used to look like mountains in front of you that you had to climb, and now it kind of looks like small hills that you you still got to get over them and pay attention, but, but it's much easier now. So what are those obstacles? Like what do those mountains look like? Um, getting certifications is the first one. So we streamline that instructor led training, uh, tell you exactly which certifications to get and like, don't get lost in the woods doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like just do this. That's all you need to do. So getting certified takes about 150 hours. Um, so that's the biggest piece of your time in this whole process is getting certified. Um, after that though, LinkedIn, you gotta be on LinkedIn. If you want to be part of the modern job market, you've got to be on LinkedIn. 
Um, we even see, we call it the hidden job market. 30% of our members land jobs that are never posted as job postings because of the networking they're doing on LinkedIn. Um, so we, we lower that barrier for you and help streamline it. Just tell you exactly what to do. You got to go do it. We tell you exactly what to do. Job search strategy. When you're applying for jobs, you can't just click quick apply and submit your resume and then just walk away and go get lunch. Like there's more to it than that. You need to get in front of people. Um, you need to follow them. You need to at mention them whenever you're posting. Um, you need to comment on their posts whenever they, you know, post about things that are meaningful. Um, just get in front of them, become part of their network. Um, and that's really what modern networking looks like. You're on LinkedIn. Yeah. Doing sort exactly. of like social. Yeah. Um, outside of that, hands-on experience, like hands-on experience is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're competing for entry-level jobs, if you have a month of hands-on experience, that makes you infinitely more experienced than other people looking for entry-level jobs. Um, so that's what we do. We try to get you four to six weeks of hands-on experience. Um, and then we network. Um, we go out and we talk to the partner consultancies and employers that we work with, and we educate them about who you are and what you bring to the table. And we help facilitate those interviews. And we teach you how to do that yourself too. But while you're working, we're kind of behind the scenes working for you too. I love it. Yeah. And so are all of these jobs done remotely, you said, or? Yeah, at this point, um, even before the pandemic, Salesforce jobs were largely remote. At this point, if you want a job in the office, you're going to have to look for it. Like you're going to have to talk. And there are some people who are like, I want to be part of the community. I want to be ingrained. I want to go to lunch with my coworkers. Like I want to be part of that. Um, And we had someone who did that and he had to turn down three job offers before he could uh, get the job that was like, okay, we'll set up a desk. If that's what you want, set up a desk. (laughs) No, I like working in my kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. And the funny thing is that that same person, um, it was like three months into that job working in the office. He was like, I think I may have asked for something I didn't really want. I thought I wanted it, (laughs) but I kind of like being at home. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, to be able to work remotely, it's one thing I I can't remember if I had told you I was full-time RVing um, like in this last year. Yeah. So I would get all the time for me, all I need is Wi-Fi, right. Mm-hmm. To do what I'm doing right now. Um, so people were, you know, just obsessed with the whole RV life anyways, and that freedom, but plus they're like, okay, well, how can I do this? How can I do, you know, travel, but this would be a great thing, right? Because all you need, I would think too, all you need is Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, 2018, my family uh, lived in an RV. We traveled the United States in an RV, yeah. Uh, So yeah, 2018, that was our gig. That was one of those years I made over $200,000 working part-time. And uh, now not to say like, I think when you look at like RV on like a vlog, like it all just looks like so (laughs) beautiful, but it's it's not, it's work. Like living in an RV is work. I tell people, I'm like, let me tell you, there's no such thing as a lazy RVer, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's constant of just managing and then figure out where you're going to go next and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to go next? Make sure you don't miss anything along the way. Um, <laughs> like all the stuff. Yeah. And it, and we had a one-year-old. So I think if it was just me and my wife, we could have been a little more chill about it. Like just show up to the RV park and hope they have a spot. And if they don't yeah. and drive around and find the next one, but with a one-year-old, it's like, we got to get set up. We got to get food. We got to get in bed. Like we got to do the thing. So no, it was a lot, but to your point, yeah. um, what, what my deal was is like, I, I, I think I told you this before we hopped on, like I am, no, I, I mentioned it here on the show. I, I'm really frugal. Like I don't want to pay for a MiFi device. I don't want to, I don't care how much money I make. I'm a valuist. Um, so I only want to spend money on things I actually need or want. And 
so I, I didn't want anything. So I just tethered to my phone the entire trip. It was just turning on my uh, hotspot on my phone and tethering to that. Mm-hmm. And I worked through a month. Now, if things got crazy, like there were times when we were like out in Montana, yeah. um, when things would get a little crazy. So I was always prepared to drive to a local coffee shop. So I'd always kind of like plan out where's the closest Starbucks. And sometimes it'd be like an hour away. And there was one week where I had to drive an hour. And what I did is I talked to my clients and I said like, Hey, I'm just doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. Um, cause I do not have internet access. Mm-hmm. And so I had to commute Monday, Wednesday, Friday for an hour and make that work. So there are some times when it's not as like Instagram worthy as you might want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> you're still traveling the wherever you want to yeah. go. If you want to yeah. be in an RV, maybe it's your country, but if you, you know, you can go globally and do your thing. Um, the yeah. craziest thing I did, I think we were at, uh, Lewis and Clark state park. Um, I forget what state it was in. And, uh, I, the day, the day we arrived, I had to work the next morning, the day we arrived, I had no Wi-Fi, and I ended up hiking up to the top of this mountain. It's probably a one hour hike. Um, so not too far, but it was about, I think it was about three, three or four miles up and I found service. And so the next morning I put a camp chair over my shoulder, um, and an external battery pack. And I walked right up there and I worked from, uh, up there for three or four hours. So yeah, it's, uh, makes for an adventure. So with these jobs, are they, can, can it be part-time full-time? It can be now, typically it's full-time. Um, because you are an integral part of the business and, you know, entry-level pay is over $70,000. And, um, we've had people, you know, in high school that haven't even gotten a diploma yet, um, land jobs making $60,000. So you, and the, the reason I point that out is because, well, one part of it is if you think you don't have the right degree or the right background or whatever else, like throw all that nonsense out. Those are limiting beliefs. I think societally we've created a lot of rules that don't need to be there. Um, and so forget about all the rules. There are no rules. Um, we always like to say the gatekeepers are gone. Um, so they were never there to begin with, but we thought they were there because everyone told us they were there, but they were never there. You can do whatever you want to do. Um, and so that's the first thing. Uh, so can you work part-time? Typically not. You, mm-hmm. you can, but usually that's reserved for somebody with one or two years experience. Uh, you go into these companies and you explain to them how you having experience is going to allow you to get the job done much faster, a job that they perceive as full-time, you're going to be able to get it done much faster. Um, So you can do it part-time and you have to show them that. Um, So usually it's a conversation. You're not going to find a lot of part-time Salesforce jobs um, like listed on LinkedIn jobs or Indeed. So typically it's full-time, remote, typical eight to five um, is what you should expect. If you're setting expectations, it is an eight to five job. Yeah. Okay. And then what about benefits? It depends on the company, right? Like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's all full benefits. We're not out here preaching like jobs where you have to go find your own healthcare and you know retirement plans and all this kind of stuff. Um, no, this is uh, very normally what you would expect. Now, I would say the Salesforce sort of tech space is pretty progressive. So you're going to see a lot of things like uh, unlimited PTO or exaggerated maternity leaves, um, those kind of things. So a lot of companies do unlimited paid time off. And the the bottom line there is, Uh, Like keep your clients happy, make sure you're getting your projects done. Don't take advantage of it and just become a lazy employee. But as long as you're getting your work done and you're not impacting your managers or your coworkers, then take time off when you need time off. And it's really nice because there's so many companies where, you know, you have to 
you have a dentist appointment. It's this whole thing and you have to log into the portal and choose the hours you're going to, it's like, I have a dentist appointment. Like yeah, yeah, in exactly, a free country. Yeah. I'm going to go to the dentist for an hour <laughs> and then the I'm going to get back to work. Can you just leave me alone? <laughs> like, um, and it's very much the culture of these jobs is very much like, you don't need to ask permission to go to the doctor this morning. Like go to the doctor, be communicative, let your team know, or your manager know, and then you're back to work at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or whatever. Um, so it's, much more flexible than the typical job that most people think about. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years, so I'm so used to like having setting my own schedule. And I'm like, I, I went into corporate for about three years and I couldn't stand it. I was just like, Oh my gosh, no, you're going to tell me when I'm going to work. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no. It's, um, so it's what funny. about as far as like the certifications and is that something you have to invest in first? You have to, I mean, it might be a silly question, but. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a great first. question. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll say, all right. So for the general public, um, what to expect. So there's a very specific certification. Salesforce has like 40 certifications. It's a multi-trillion dollar industry. Okay. So there's a lot you can go get lost in. Don't get lost. The first thing you need to do is the Salesforce administrator certification. Okay. You do not need any other certification. You only need one certification to land an entry-level job. Typically, your employer will help guide you on what they would like you to get certified in next. So don't worry so much about getting all these certifications. Just get one, the Salesforce Administrator Certification. Um, the cost to take, it's all free training um, online. And I'll walk you through that later. We can talk about all the resources available, but um, all free training online to get to study up and get certified. There's this really great company that I'm not affiliated with called Focus on Force. Um, it's like $19 um, and they give you all these practice exams so you can practice for the test. Those are really beneficial for most people just to get comfortable mm -hmm. and evaluate themselves. Um, to take the test is $200. If you fail the test the first time, a retake is $100. Now there are regularly $40 discount codes. So if you join like my favorite group is my own, obviously it's the biggest Facebook Salesforce group. Um, and it's called Salesforce for everyone. If you get on there and just say like, Hey, does anybody have any vouchers? You just search like coupon code. Typically there's a $40 coupon code that's floating around. And so it'll be like 160 to take your uh, first try. And then if you fail, you can apply that coupon code again, and it's $60 to take your second try. So if you're, you know, go find that coupon code. And if you need to take two attempts at it, expect to pay about $220 and get two shots at it. Um, oh, not a bad investment to, to get in. Um, no. I will say if you're military, uh, active military veteran, mill spouse, um, you get your certifications uh, for free. So you never have to pay for anything if you're military or military spouse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that too. It's like, I think it's so great, like even for stay-at-home moms and, you know, like if they're wanting to do, I mean, that's, that was one of the biggest reasons when I was, you know, in my twenties, why I started, I started my own medical billing company at home so that I could be able to put my son on the bus and be there for him when he got off the bus. That was why I did it, you know? And like, gosh, if this, if I knew about this back then, well, that, well, that probably wasn't around back then. <laughs> we were barely having computers back then. Yeah, no, it's the same thing for me. And like, you know, fa family is a big deal to me. And when my wife got pregnant, um, we had been trying for a couple of years to get pregnant. So by that point, like when it actually happened, um, 
we were like mentally, it was like, we're taking this very seriously. Um, like you want to talk helicopter parents, like we are insane. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so when my daughter was born, I, I mean, my whole thing was like, I got to start working part-time. I at least got to try. Like yeah. Um, yeah. I can't be, I don't even want to work until five o'clock and come downstairs and, you know, my daughter be going to bed at like 7 PM for the, you know, it's like, yeah, I want to spend more than two hours with you today. Like I got to find a way to make this happen. And I thought, well, if I, if I go look for part-time jobs or try to find something more yeah. creative and I fail, worst case scenario, I just work on in nine to five, like everybody else, but best case scenario, something actually clicks and this works out and very fortunate to say that it did work out. And I think it better prepared me to teach other people how to be creative um, when they're looking at their careers and they're leveraging their skills to try to, it's not about yeah. a job and a paycheck. It's about creating a life that you actually enjoy living. It really is. Yep. I know. That's what I tell people all the time. It's, it's a lifestyle. And, and I think it's great though, too, like kind of, you know, RV or travel or whatever it's, it does give you that flexibility. Like, okay, if I'm going to work here for the next six months and then, Hey, I'm going to go live in Italy for six months. And as long as you've got, again, as long as you got you Wi-Fi. And I, I, oh, cool. I grew up in the country, so I have a lot of friends who um, have like hobby farms, like they have like, you know, a few chickens and goats and cows and stuff. And, uh, and those can be demanding at times, like all of a sudden something's stuck in the fence or you forgot to give the cows <laughs> water or whatever else. And it's funny because you wouldn't typically when you think about like remote tech jobs. And that's why I'm saying like, yeah, there are no rules. The gatekeepers are gone. You can be a hobby farmer and be a tech worker. You can be a tr nomad traveler yeah. and be a tech worker. Like you can be anything. So yeah, I have these friends who are Salesforce professionals and it's great for them because they can mm -hmm. operate the hobby farm. And it's like, they can hop off a meeting, run, feed the goats real quick and check on things and then come back in and, and get back to work. Like it's very easy for you to live whichever life, however you want to design. Yeah. Life. Yeah. It because gives you the flexibility. That. It just I gives you freedom. That. Yeah. Yeah. Since we are on the topic of living a life that you enjoy, this is the perfect opportunity to thank our sponsor, Get Along, for supporting the Midlife Makeover Show. Get Along is also all about living a life that you enjoy. This app was created so you could get out, get connected, and get along. Whether you enjoy fly fishing in the Smoky Mountains, backpacking in Spain, or watching a concert in Paris, oh yes, Get Along has your next adventure and your new friends to go along with you. I discovered this app when I was taking a solo trip across the country in my RV. I was looking for new things to do and for someone to go with me. This app was perfect. I downloaded Get Along, created a profile, and within minutes, I connected to a group of ladies that were hiking Angel's Landing that day. How cool is that? We have been best buds ever since. So break free from the mundane, connect with cool people, and go on an awesome adventure. Download the Get Along app today, available at Google Play and the Apple Store. Considering my audience is mainly midlifers, I get a lot of people that are wanting career changes. Like they're just tired of their jobs, but that they don't really know what they want to want to do. So I think this is such a great option. Yeah, I would just say to anyone, you know, like speaking to midlifers, if you are career transitioning, please don't go back to college as your first option. Like, yes. please don't do that. I hear yes. it so often and it's so expensive. Yes. And it has far less of an impact than you think it does. I'm not saying 
that some people that's not the right choice for some people. Yeah. It's the right choice for some people. Just make an educated decision. Don't just jump in because it's easy to go Google your local college and they will take your money today. I know. To and it's gotten more and more expensive. It's crazy. It's college, the, the cost of college tuition has 24 X in the last 25 years. I mean, so you're talking it it's, it's, I mean, 25, 24, 25 times the cost. And then you look yeah. at the, the average income mm-hmm. has only gone up about 20% in the last 25 years. Right. But the cost of college has gone up 25 times in the last, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I would just say, please don't default to going back to college because that's the easy way to become more successful. Like, don't do that. Um, yeah. and, unless you just know exactly what you're up to. Um, and yeah, if you want to transition into a Salesforce career, you can do that. The thing I love is like, as a millennial, I think we get stereotyped. It might be fair. I don't know if this is true or not, but I mean, it's true for me. We jump around a lot. Like yeah. we were excited about something and then we do it for a couple of years and we want to do something different and do that for a couple of years. And the really cool thing about Salesforce, and this also plays into the conversation about like recessions and job security, um, is that it's not industry specific. Like Salesforce is massively popular in manufacturing. It's massively popular in software. It's massively popular in healthcare and financial services and hospital systems and nonprofits. It is not industry specific. So what's cool is that I, in my short career of like 12 years, I've been able to work for electronic health records companies. I've been able to work for health insurance companies, hospital systems like Emory in Atlanta. Um, I've been able to work for a company that manufactures engines for Navy boats. Wow. Um, predictive software for stock prices, um, just every everything. Manufacture, uh, during the pandemic, worked for a company that manufactured uh, filters um, mm-hmm. for masks and for filtration systems. Like That is so fun to be able to bounce. But if you want to stick yeah. with industry yeah. in one company, you can do that. But if you're like me and you're like, man, I want to do something different and exciting, <laughs> then you can. You can go work for other industries and other companies throughout your career. And the cool thing is, to the recession proofing, it's like, when you look back at recessions historically, they unevenly impact different industries. Mm-hmm. So it might kill manufacturing or it might kill healthcare or it might kill banking, you right. know? And, and so you see different things get just annihilated, but with sales, you have the Salesforce skill. So you can take that and apply that to another business in a totally different industry and so you're always marketable and you don't have to like lose as much sleep over, oh my gosh, everybody, my company's losing jobs. Right. It's okay. Cause you can just go get a job at a company that is not suffering during the recession. Right. Yeah. That is so, so fascinating. So are most of these jobs temporary then, or are they, are they like a contract? Like how does that work? No, they're, they're full-time jobs, but in the tech space, it is not unusual to move jobs consistently. Yeah. Um, employers know that they call it a talent war. Um, so I, I work with a lot of employers because we help people get jobs. So I work with a lot of employers and it is hard enough for them to find talent, like just hire someone, right? but then to, uh, keep them for more than a year is also very difficult mm-hmm. them for more than three to five years is like, that's a unicorn. Like it just right. doesn't happen. So a lot of people used to ask that, like, oh my gosh, like my mom told me, it's like, that's a different generation. Your mom told you that you need to stay at a company for at least oh, five yeah. years, or it's going to look bad on your resume. Mm-hmm. Not true. Are they going to ask you about it? Like, why are you leaving? Sure. Are there a million good answers to why you're leaving? They weren't. <laughs> yeah. 
affected me enough. I didn't feel like they were growing me as a professional and utilizing me as much as they could. Like, just answer the generic question. It's yeah. it's too easy to get around it. I've 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 also heard people jokingly saying, just list your last employer as Toys R Us. And then like, just look for the latest company that went bankrupt. Like, who are they going to call for the reference check anyway? Oh, I know. Yeah, they don't really do that anymore. I know. They, they it's don't. just like the days when I used to waitress, you know, like that was like, a, just like at the restaurant business. Yeah. It's typical. Like, oh, there's a new restaurant. You go to that new one. You're like, you just bounce around. Like, that's just yeah. like, you just very yes. rare. You stay in one place, you know? And, and they get it. And it's because pay scales vary so quickly. Like entry-level jobs are about 70, 75,000. But one year of experience averages eighty five to ninety thousand. So two years, awesome. two years of experience is about one hundred to one hundred fifteen thousand. So when you look at these massive pay raises, uh, especially when you look at mid, mid and large like enterprise companies, they have these sort of outdated HR policies in place where it's like we give a three percent raise each year, and then you have these skill positions like Salesforce that are like, you're going to give me three percent. So on a seventy thousand dollars salary, you're going to give me. $2,100? No, no, no. Right. I need a $15,000 raise or I'm leaving. Right. And they can't get approval to give the raise. So they've got to go hire somebody new because right. they can't get approval from HR. And meanwhile, that person leaves and their manager can't even be mad because they're like, I'm sorry, like, I don't have the ability to pay you that. Will you stay if we make your life easier or something? Like, right. how can we help? And they lose employees. I, I'll admit, I've never even heard of the term Salesforce. Okay. Well, yeah. I like that. I don't, like, I don't know. Well, you wouldn't. And the reason yeah. for that is because it's not a consumer product, right? It's a business product. So like as a small business owner, you're probably not going to use Salesforce because this is really, right. um, Salesforce licenses for companies run about a hundred dollars per user per month. And mm -hmm. sometimes up to like $200 per user per month, depending on the functionality. So if you got a team of 10 people, that's going to cost you one to two thousand dollars a month, twelve to twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So right. typically, it's for companies that number one have employees, like a lot of employees, mm -hmm. and they need to streamline and automate business processes so that they can keep those employees moving quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you're a business owner, like um, somebody who's worked in the operations of an established business that you know has fifty, hundred, thousands of employees then you've definitely heard of Salesforce. Um, but if not, it's not a consumer product, right? So it's yeah. like sort of an iPhone because yeah. consumers use iPhones, but you're not really going to hear about Salesforce because, you know, but if you Google it, you will yeah. see their stock prices over time. You will see the company went from established in 1998 or 99, I believe. Um, and by year five, they were worth 20 billion dollars. And I think they just capped out at like $250 billion valuation this year. Mm -hmm. um, public company, trillion dollar industry. Like it's, that's the thing though. It's massive and no one knows about it. And that's why I'm out here yeah. talking to people about all this opportunity. Yeah. And I would think since COVID it's probably been even more popular, right? Well, I mean, I know there's some businesses that have not done well during COVID and people have lost their jobs. And a lot of people don't want to have to go to work anymore. They want to stay home. They feel like it's safer. So I would think, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, really I'm not popular. sure how Salesforce was specifically impacted by the pandemic, you know, because their companies go up and down, but they they continue to grow. But at the same time, they've been growing for the last 20 years. So I, can, I don't know if we can associate that to COVID necessarily, but I can yeah. say a lot more people are interested in remote jobs now than ever before. Um, so it's yeah. definitely helping the health 
of the industry because there's more professionals and people like we're talking to right now, you know, there are people listening to this episode mm-hmm. that six months from now are going to be Salesforce professionals. Like that's right. just what's going to happen. And so it's really healthy for the Salesforce environment. Cause right now we've probably got a talent shortage of, uh, I would say probably around 1.5 million people mm-hmm. that are like just companies just waiting to hire Salesforce professionals. And they're estimating in the next four years, another 9 million jobs to be added to that. So really for the Salesforce space, like people are like, wait, are we going to saturate the market if a lot of people try to get in? It's like, we have the opposite problem. We need more and more and more people to just flood this industry because customers yeah. need the help using the platform. Yeah. I'm, I'm just fascinated by this. <laughs> I am too. That's why, that's why I like talking about it. Do this. I'm like, I've actually, I was thinking about my son, my youngest son, he's, he actually moved out to Phoenix. He's getting started in real estate. And of course that's real estate can be a little tricky, Yeah. but this is, I think this is so great for someone that's, I mean, no matter if you're 20 years old or you're 50 years old, it doesn't, I mean, it's true. Right. It's like the age doesn't really matter. Right. I would think in the sales force. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to tell you that isms aren't real. I think all isms are real. I think, I think when we are working with employers to try to get them to hire somebody who's 55, uh, do they ever say anything? No. Can you kind of feel yeah. it a little bit? Same thing though. It happens with when I'm trying to get an 18 year old into a job, mm-hmm. right? They're like, right. 18. I'm going to pay him like 70 K. You sure? Like that yeah. kind of sounds like BS. I want to pay him like 30. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can't, you're discriminating against them because they're young. Like that's messed right. up. They're right. doing the same job and the same thing happens with older people. But I will say when you're you're talking about people who are getting ready to finish off their careers, mm-hmm. um, again, going back to most people only work any given job for, if you're there for three to five years, that's a long time. So mm-hmm. when you look at somebody who's, say they're 55 and they want to retire at 60 and an employer goes, you're 55, you want to retire in five years? If yeah. you stay here five years, thank God, like that would be amazing. Like we would yeah. love to have you for five years. Let's do this. Yep. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. So, so how does somebody learn more about it? Yeah. So we have over the years, so developed a ton of free resources um, because we get all these questions, right? I I used to be able to help everybody Um, (laughs) one-on-one. And then I realized I have got to start building something that helps me scale these answers. And part of what helps me scale these answers is you know, a podcast like this, answering a lot of entry-level questions and breaking down a lot of those immediate barriers. So where do you get free resources? So the best place to go is talentstacker.com forward slash now. And if you go to that site, you're going to enter your name and your email address. That's all you're going to pay. You're going to pay with your email address. Okay. And and what's going to happen is you're going to get the first email you're going to get is going to give you all of our free resources. And it's going to kick off five emails. Okay. And I'll explain. You don't want to get five emails. Most people are like, I don't want five emails. You want these five emails. Okay. So this is what it's going to do. You're going to get all of our free resources, which is like a personal branding, LinkedIn optimization guide, an interview readiness guide. So like the last thing you want to do is show up to interviews and like think you're ready and then just bomb it because that's... That's the equivalent of like tripping and falling right before you get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Um, But the third thing you're going to get is access to our five-day challenge. And that is the five emails. And it's not like a trial. A lot of people are like, oh, a five-day trial. It's not a five-day trial. It's a five-day challenge. It's it's comprehensive. Everything you need is right there in that challenge. So 
day one and day two, we are walking you through how to get started with that free training I talked about on trailhead.com. And so you don't need to write that down or remember that it'll, it'll be there. If you go to talentstacker.com forward slash now sign up, you're going to get the emails day one and day two, we're going to walk you through the exact training you need to do. Don't do anything else. There's no need to get distracted. Do the exact training. Cause I said, it takes 150 hours to get certified, right? Right. If you right. Down all these rabbit holes and you start going down other topics and different things that don't apply to that first cert, yep. you might spend 300 hours. Cause you're looking at stuff that doesn't apply. Right. So day one and day two, they're going to make sure that you only do the things you need to do. Day three is going to be a starter kit for LinkedIn. So it's going to show you, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, it's going to show you how to create one. It's going to show you how to make an awesome profile picture, background images, how to get your profile set up. It's going to walk you through that. And it's even going to show you examples of reviews that I've personally done live for people. So like a 20 minute review of a LinkedIn profile, walking you through exactly what to change and how to set it up. So you can walk through that day four is going to teach you how to get hands-on experience. So um, even if you never join our full like paid program, we're going to walk you through how to do all this stuff yourself. And day five is pretty much every other obstacle. So the small things, like a lot of the things we talked about today, like do I need a college degree and do I need a tech background and other obstacles you might face? We're going to cover that. So that's day one through five. That's all you need. You can carry on from there and sort of do a do-it-yourself approach. Now, obviously we run a business, right? So we do have a paid program and this is a passion company that was sort of created out of my retirement um, or at least the ability, the optional retirement. And so it was never created to be like a revenue hungry company that just like needed revenue to survive. Um, And you'll find that when you go through like our pricing and the breakdown and everything you get, Um, you know, it's very much like meant to be affordable. There's like a, it's, um, well, we can just share a live. It's $2,200. Okay. That's not bad. I would urge you to yeah. like, if that sounded bad to you, if you're like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Um, I would urge you just sign up for the free five day challenge yep. and get comfortable with that. That's going to tell you if a Salesforce career is for you. If you get to the end of the five day challenge and you're like, I'm lost. Like I have no idea what's going on here. I don't want to do this. Cool. For free. You just found out whether or not this career path was a good fit for you and you get yep. it's risk free. Right. Now, if you join our program, we're going to walk you through like, uh, and you can do a six month or 12 month payment plan too. We try to make it easy for you. Um, And there's military discounts and all that fun stuff. So, um, but what do we do? Live instructor led trainings. We're going to walk you through getting your first certification. We also have instructor training for uh, two other certifications. So this is lifetime access, by the way. So once you land your first job, We'll help you get more certifications. We'll help you land your second job when you're ready two years from now. Um, so we just stay with you. We're going to support you as a career. So this is, you're joining a community. You're not, it's not a workshop or a boot yeah. camp. Like you are joining a community of people who are on the same path you're on. So we're going to get you certified. We're going to get your LinkedIn profile like on point. You're going to have a top 1% LinkedIn profile period, like guaranteed. Um, we get you into volunteer projects. We facilitate all that for you. You don't need to lift a finger. We'll let you know when you're going to kick off your project. We'll assign you a senior consultant who is going to work with you and a couple of other people just like you and help guide you through the project to make sure you know what you're doing. Uh, We're going to network you into companies that hire our members. So while you're out there searching for jobs and applying for jobs, we are also out there searching for jobs and helping you get connected with jobs. So we're all working together other thing is interview prep. A lot of people don't pay any attention to that. They think I'm a good communicator. I'll just go talk and I'll be all right. Or 
they are just scared to death and they don't know how to prepare. So they just show up looking really nervous and scared to death. Um, so we do one-on-one interview prep. We host mock interview sessions with you and we show you recordings of mock interview sessions and feedback that we've had with other members that have approved us to share theirs. Um, so really it is 100% comprehensive, everything you need to land an entry-level job. Our average member, um, $72,500, something like that. Entry-level pay, uh, on average takes five months. Um, but we're there with you, whether it takes you three months or a year or whatever else life happens. Sometimes things take longer. Like I said, lifetime access. Um, so we take care of it for you. Yeah. Well, as a business owner, I look at ROI on investment, right? So $2,200 is nothing like compared to like what you would get. You know, and for for us, like, I think like, again, I maybe just going back to like being able to work remotely to start off with a nice salary. Like that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at like your, your pay is going to be about $6,000 a month. Right. Mm-hmm. So your two weeks paycheck, you know, taxes, all that kind of fun stuff. Like we don't have to get into it, but let's yeah. say, keep it simple. It's a $72,000 job. You're going to make $6,000 a month. Your two week paycheck is going to be three grand. The cost of the program is $2,200. So here's the thing is like, you can take the DIY approach and you can do your thing and like more power to you. Like we will be there to help you. We facilitate free community groups. We go on podcasts like this. You can find us on places like TikTok, LinkedIn. We're always here to support you for free. But once you get inside that community where we facilitate like instructor-led training, volunteer projects, study groups, um, all of that just surrounding you and pushing you forward, all all I have to do to be successful for you and charge you that price is get you a job two weeks sooner Mm -hmm. than you would have by yourself. And if you get a job two weeks sooner, you get a $3,000 check and the cost of the program is only $2,000. So you've already got an ROI. Just yep. because I got you a job two weeks sooner. Now imagine if I got you a job three months sooner. You know, that's right. like twenty thousand dollars sooner. Yeah. Um, so it's the ROI is is very easily there, but obviously I'm biased. Yeah, I love this. Seriously, I'm 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 gonna call my son. That's <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta do this. Like, but you know what? It's a great way to like if just if you did it for a while, just to save up, just like how you did, just like you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm like passionate about all of these things. And like, to me, life is more than a career, um, but income is a big part of stability in life. And yep. to me, this checks the income box yep. while also checking the box of spending more time doing the things you value, whether that's traveling or watching Netflix or having a hobby farm or just spending more time with your family or whatever it is. Right. This checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. Um, instead of having a job where you're driving into the office at nine o'clock and you're getting or, home at five thirty, and you're commuting, yeah. and it, it, like all the things, <laughs> that checks the income box and checks yeah. no other box. So we may as well let our careers check a lot of boxes for us instead of just the income box. Yeah. Well, and you know, last week's uh, episode that I released was about money. And um, our relationship with money and what and what money means to us. And for me, I, there's two reasons I want money. Number one, so I can give. I love like that's just me. I love to be able to give money to help people out. And number two, to experience more of life. I don't need stuff. Obviously, after having lived in an RV for the last year, I'm like I got rid of everything, mm-hmm. and I just want to experience more of life. And this like. 
yeah, checks the box on the money part of it and the freedom. And that is so cool. Yeah, to, you know, and to, to your point, I 100% yeah. agree with everything you just said. And it's to, to me, like, I'm a little anxious. Like, I'll be honest, like I'm sort of this anxious person and I'll lose sleep over the dumbest stuff. And money is something that impacts your marriage, your other relationships, um, how you communicate and have relationships with friends and family members. Um, it impacts your sleep. It impacts your health. It impacts just your ability to feel free and more relief in life. So, so to me, getting to that early retirement number was not about retirement it, and quitting working and sitting on the front porch or out by the pool. It was about getting to a point where when I go to sleep at night, I don't worry about the mortgage payment or the car payment or, oh my God, what if I get sick right. and I can't work for a year? Um, right. Or what if somebody in my family gets sick or my, God forbid, my daughter gets sick yep. and I have the ability now to say, forget it, kill the job, yeah. not working for the next six months, dedicating to what matters in my yes, life. Yes, you're so right. Yeah. And it, it gives you that freedom to where when your daughter gets sick, you can focus on that and you yep. can focus on helping them and not staying up at night worried about where the next paycheck's coming from. Like when you get to that freedom point, it changes right. everything. Yeah. And like I said before too, you know, that was one of the main reasons I started my own company so that I would be able to stay at home. And I was a single mom. And so I think that's like doing something like this for a single mom or single dad, that's like, it's so perfect that way you can, even if you have like a little toddler, like you'd be able to do some of this work and, you know, absolutely. yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Like if you go to, um, like I'll, I'll plug another uh, site link, it's uh, talentstacker.com forward slash wins. If mm -hmm. you go to that, um, it's basically just like feedback stories that our members have given us. And we have a whole section dedicated to uh, stay at home parents um, who transition back into the workforce. Um, yeah. But you're exactly right. It allows, we we had, um, she won't mind her share, me sharing her name, Carly Myers. Um, mm -hmm. She went through the program working a full-time job as a physical therapist assistant traveling, like a traveling nurse effectively. And she was going doing in-house, you know, healthcare while she had a two-year-old at home. And while she was pregnant with her second child on the way, she worked that full-time job, took care of her family and went through our program and landed a job. And she landed her job three days before uh, her baby was born. So wow. um, now she is a, I, I will say, don't expect to be her. Like she is just like yeah. a, a force to be reckoned with. And like, we don't all have to compare. <laughs> the force in the sales like, yeah, that's right. She is a force in Salesforce, but yes. Um, I'm no, glad I mean, you said that. Cause I actually considering midlifers, um, I have so many of them that are, you know, women that they're empty nesters now and they haven't been working or, and, or they're getting, going through a divorce and, you know, they haven't, you know, been working for the last 20 years because they've been raising kids. And now it's like, now what do I do? Like, this mm -hmm. is so perfect. Yeah. I mean, honestly too, you know, once you get a year or two of experience, you can like freelance and get into the Salesforce gig economy. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's, that's a lot of fun. If you want to like amp the flexibility to the max, because mm -hmm. like typical freelancing, like, and this is more about entry level, this conversation, but just to talk about like the future of where you can go with this, it's like, maybe you're one of those people who's getting back into the workforce. And then you're like, man, you know, I don't want a full-time job. So right. just hustle it out for a year or two. Mm -hmm. And then you can get into the gig economy. The average pays there like hundred to $150 an hour. Um, 
So like one thing I did for a little while, right when my daughter was born is I had a job that paid $130 an hour. Um, and they only used me seven hours a week. It was 30, a 30 hour a month contract. I did with them, did it for four years. Uh-huh. Um, but you make 130 bucks an hour, you know, 30 hours a month. And you, you know, you're, you're working out to anyway, I don't know the exact yeah. numbers, but it's like 40, like $40,000, maybe, maybe a little more. And you right. can do that and sort of skate by work seven hours a week from home, doing your thing and make 40 K a year. It's not bad. Like there's a lot of room in the gig economy to, you know, take your career to, into retirement. There's a lot of people who want to retire, but they still want to feel a little bit of purpose and productivity and all this kind of things. And this can be a gateway, like a transition out of the full-time workforce. You're exactly right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad I met you. I could talk about this forever. I'm really glad we got to have this conversation. Well, thank you so much. Anything else you would like to add uh, to let anyone know about what we know about the website? Um, and you and you've got the challenge, right? The got the challenge. I would say um, Salesforce. Yeah, yeah, the Salesforce for everyone. Too, right? Yeah, that's it. That's what yeah. I was going to mention. Yeah, <laughs> um, the Salesforce for everyone podcast. So don't stop listening to this episode, but yeah. you can yeah. pop over on your any podcast player or on all of them. Uh, Salesforce for everyone. Episodes one through eight are basically everything you need to know to land an entry-level job. Um, The next three episodes are talking to people like Carly Myers and other individuals um, about their journey into an entry-level job and sort of, you know, what they overcame. And then the four episodes after that are just questions and answers we're taking from the community and making sure to get those answered for you. This isn't one of those podcasts where we're going to do an episode every Monday. Um, This is very much meant to be a body of work that you can reference today or six months from now, and it still stands true. So we designed it in a way, I don't want to be on the hook every every week for a podcast. I want to bring you meaningful information (laughs) when I'm ready to. Yeah, yeah. it is is tough, I must say. Yeah, no, it's... (laughs) My editor is, yeah, I'm actually booked until September with shows. So it's, yeah, it's the jobbiest part of entrepreneurship. I know, I know. Well, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, a lot of, a lot of listeners will go visit your website and I'll leave everything in the show notes. Everyone can click, click, click and listen to you and learn more about everything. Well, thank you so much again for having me on. And I hope this was valuable to your audience and I am happy to come talk about anything, anytime. So thank you. And now for our nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, throw out your limiting belief that you need experience or a degree to have a career as a sales force professional. Number two, A Salesforce career allows you to work remotely and gives you the freedom to travel. I like that. Number three, earn $60,000 to $80,000 within just six months of signing up for Talent Stackers program. Number four, a Salesforce career is a great way to be at home for your family. Not to mention, you will save a ton of money on gas, and we certainly know how expensive gas has become. Number five, it's not about a job and a paycheck. It's about creating a life that you enjoy living. So important, you guys. Number six, you can work for different industries throughout your Salesforce career, which makes this career even more exciting. Number seven, the Talent Stacker program pays for itself after just one paycheck. It's a no-brainer. 
I don't know about you guys, but I was really impressed with Bradley and the mission of his company, Talent Stacker. If you know of someone that would like to hear this interview, please forward this episode to them. Make sure you go to talentstacker.com slash now into your email and get all the fabulous free resources offered by Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. I will leave all of his contact information in the show notes as well. If you'd like to see this interview on video, please subscribe to the Midlife Makeover Show YouTube channel. And if you're not already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Wendy underscore Valentine underscore, where it's always a party on my page. And if you're interested in receiving a free midlife makeover and be coached by me, myself, and I, then please email me ASAP at hello at wendyvalentine.com. Here's to creating a life that you enjoy living. Now get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change, or make you spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are a few ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it onto social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer who needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Okay, friend, I am so grateful for you and I can't wait to hear from you. Cheers from the RV. Here's to taking the road less traveled.